The FT. Iraq appears to be making significant progress in capturing Tikrit, hometown of former dictator Saddam Hussein, from the Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant. Iraqi officials say their forces, numbering about 30,000 and aided by a contingent of Iranian advisers, are in control of at least 60% of the town north of Baghdad. I'm Fiona Simon, and on the line with me is our Middle East correspondent Borzu Daragahi. Hi, Borzu. Tell us about what's been happening on the ground. Well, you've had these forces assembling around the city of Tikrit for at least a couple of weeks now. Even before that, what allowed them to get into position was the cleansing operation of Diyala province to the east of Tikrit and Salahuddin province in late January. Once they eliminated ISIS there, they were able to move fighters from Diyala province towards Salahuddin province, and they surrounded the city of Tikrit. Hometown of former Iraqi leader Saddam Hussein, a rather pleasant suburban town on the banks of the Tigris River. It's not exactly a huge urban center. They surrounded it, and then they just began moving in. And they found the overwhelming numbers of fighters that they had managed to, believe it or not, scare off or at least encourage a tactical retreat among many of the ISIS fighters. There was not a lot of close quarters combat. Generally, the、um, ISIS guys, although scores were reportedly killed, managed to flee the city. Some of the best fighters reportedly had fled ahead of the conflict, ahead of this showdown, to other cities to wait out for another day of battle. But essentially, they're moving in, and what's holding them back from even advancing more quickly is not fighting, but just. Hundreds of IEDs,、uh, roadside bombs, homemade explosive devices that have been placed on the roads. Sometimes as many as 35 every 100 meters. So it's slow, methodical advances, but it looks fairly certain that the Iraqi government is about to take the city of Tikrit. You mentioned that some of the more highly skilled ISIS fighters had departed in advance. Is that because it's widely assumed that the next target of the Iraqi forces will be Mosul, which is a much more strategically important city? Well, it's hard to get into the mindset of the、uh, ISIS fighters and the leadership. But it does appear that they were simply overwhelmed by the number of fighters that were assembled, just the sheer number of fighters、uh, from the Iraqi government side, and they included highly motivated, ideologically committed Shia militiamen, as well as some of Iraq's best-trained Interior Ministry and Ministry of Defense fighters, who were at the sort of cutting edge of the battle. And the U.S. military has steered clear of this particular operation. Well, I think for one thing, the U.S. military says, and the Iraqi government has confirmed that the Iraqi government has not asked for help on this. This has been primarily an operation of the Shia militias and their leaders, who are very close to Iran. And so, there's this sort of delineation of duties between Iran and the U.S. in Iraq, whereby it's the Iranians at the forefront of some efforts, and it's the American air power at the forefront of other efforts. And this appears to be one of those efforts where the、um, Iranians are at the forefront. Meanwhile, the U.S., for example, continues pummeling Anbar province with. Uh, as many as twelve to fifteen airstrikes a day. Is this model, which appears to have been successful in Tikrit, likely to be replicated in Mosul? 
Well, I think there's you know huge differences between Tikrit and Mosul. First of all, just the size and scale. Tikrit is just a small suburban town, very, very low-lying buildings, uh, very wide open boulevards. It's not a city, whereas Mosul is Iraq's second largest city. It's a huge urban center. It'll be much tougher to take street by street and house by house. Also, I think that there's just a, a lot more sensitivity. Tikrit is part of Salahuddin province, which is right next to certain Shia enclaves. The tribes in um, Salahuddin appear to have been a major factor in this conflict to take the city. And the Jaburi tribesmen who've been a part of this fight are mostly Sunni. Um, has the Iraqi government at this point recruited any Sunni Arab fighters, partners to take Mosul? That doesn't appear to have. Whereas, for example, in Salahuddin, they've had the Jaburi tribesmen, which are very dominant in Salahuddin province, taking part in a number of battles before even this one. So there's very little evidence of a Sunni partner in Mosul. Mosul is also kind of far flung. Tikrit, about an hour and a half, two hour drive from Baghdad, from the Shia heart of the country to the south of Baghdad, whereas Mosul is way up to the north near the uh, border with Turkey. And that's going to be a very sensitive issue. Turkey has interests in what happens in Mosul. There's the Turkmen minority that is very close to Turkey. The Kurds are going to have to be involved probably in any effort to retake Mosul. Kurds were once a significant part of Mosul's population. There are continue to be strong ties between the Kurds in the Iraqi Kurdistan enclave and Mosul. So it's going to be a lot more complicated. Getting troops up there is going to be more complicated. Getting supplies up there is going to be more complicated. And assembling a coalition to take the city on a ground level is going to be a lot more complicated. On the plus side, you will probably see U.S. air support for an effort to take Mosul. And you will probably see the Iranians kind of hang back. And that will make the operation a lot less toxic. So from what you're saying, that's still some way off. But is it nevertheless the next big target? It could be. I think there's two opinions. I spoke to Hadi Amri. He's the leader of the Badr organization, one of the main Shia militias in Iraq. And he told me that he thought the government should try to take Anbar first. He said that it's because in Anbar, the Iraqi government does have local Sunni partners in the form of the awakening movement, in the form of numerous tribesmen that would be local partners that would take part in any kind of offensive. Thank you very much, Bozu. It's been a pleasure. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.